Hello. Acid. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to give out some some acid news. All right. So so let me let me kind of break this down. In the last two years, you got your CDL. You've been a local milk truck driver in the in the farms of Pennsylvania. Sadly, yes. Sadly, but but now you're moving back to Florida. That's right. Okay, and you're going to be going over the road. Johnny Acid will be officially going, but we're not going to say what company you're going with just yet. We're going to surprise everybody. Correct. So you're going to be an over the road truck driver this week, starting this week. That's right. And and what's really cool is it's it's Johnny Acid will be coming to a truck stop near you. <laughs> what what could be better than that? I, I don't Honestly. know. What, 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 when I go out on the road with you, that could be better. <laughs> I haven't invited you, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. But so we are planning a trip, maybe for a couple of weeks out there on the road, and we're going to be out there filming, podcasting, videoing, just doing everything out there on the road in between trips. Right. So we're looking forward to meeting everybody that we can. I mean, do you have anything to add to that asset? I just thought maybe it would be kind of exciting to let everybody know that that the two of us are going to be out on the road here shortly, doing our thing and uh, hoping to meet people. Well, you know, I, I know it's been a while since you drove a truck, like, I don't know, 50 years or something. So At least. I, I, when we're out there on the road, uh, I think it's going to be a, a really good opportunity for me to train truck drivers on the right way to drive and things they're doing wrong. Yeah, I'll point them out. So when we're at truck stops, I'll, I'll be, uh, be sure to tell all of these drivers, veteran or not, uh, exactly what they're screwing up. So I actually like that. We could start yeah, a page. If they don't like it, then uh, that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the sad reality is a lot of these truck drivers that have been on the road for a while actually think they know everything when they don't. And um, I'll be the guy to remind them that yeah. they don't know everything. Well, that's all. I, I actually like starting a page called Training Truckers by Johnny Acid. Yeah, that, that's my goal. My goal is to train new, new drivers, drivers that have been around for a while. Uh, I think I have the knowledge and experience to really show these guys things that they think they know, but they really don't know. And, and tell everybody exactly how much knowledge you do have, Acid. Not much. No. I'll be honest with you. But more but, than most. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, here's the thing. When you get somebody who's brand new, like uh, not a lot of experience, those are the people that have usually have the best amount of knowledge to give because the, the guys that have been around the block, they pick up bad habits. That's the bottom line. Johnny, and I, was, I have to agree with you because, first off, like me, for example, right? I have never done, like, say, an appendix operation or even maybe abstracted a tooth or done a filling. But I, I guarantee right. you, I guarantee I could figure it out as I go. Like these doctors, right, that think they know everything, you know, all I need to do is get inside somebody just for like one operation. I guarantee you I'm an expert on it. And I, I see where you're coming from, Asset. I, I believe you could give a lot of people knowledge even though you don't have any knowledge. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Right. I'm glad that you see that. You know what I mean? I do see. I, I think I think a lot of other people will too. They'll they'll look at it and go, you know what? 
this this is exactly what what uh, Troy was talking about. Yeah, we're all experts in our own mind. So yeah, right. So exactly. as so as let's get to a topic. Let's get to a topic. I I le- I, I recently uh, got uh, some a message. I want to read the message. And uh, I'm not going to give any names out. But recently I got this here. And now let me tell you what it's concerning. It's concerning truckers, alcohol, DUIs, guys that have a problem. Okay. And I'm, I'm not here to make right. fun. I'm not here to make fun of these guys. That's your job, Acid. But, but what I am here to do is try to help. Okay. And so let's talk about this, this little, let me read this to you. Okay. And you tell me, it's just a little paragraph. It says, I recently acquired my CDL permit and tried to get training through several trucking companies. So he's he's trying to go like the CR England route or the Schneider route or the CRSD, you know, the free CDL, sign a contract and drive. So he's trying to get these guys to take them on. But here's what he, here's what it says. It says, I found out that, that most companies, you can only have so many DUIs in a lifetime, two or three. <laughs> I know. So it says two or three at the most. <laughs> How many has he got? He says, I have five. <laughs> what? No, really. He, he says, five? I, I have five. He says, now, I admit I was extremely, I was an extremely bad alcoholic and made some bad choices. It says, right. I, I went to court, I went to a court-appointed rehab and have since been sober 11 years. Good for this guy. I mean, honestly, congratulations, brother. Right. He's, it says, my knees went bad from construction in 2011, and I have had three surgeries. I chose to go to trucking as an alternative career. So the guy really can't do a whole lot. You all right? They're acid. You sound like you're dying. It, no, I'm good. It, I'm good. It, it said, he said, because of his knees, he really needs a job basically sitting down and driving. Okay. He says, um, he says I chose to go to trucking as an alternative career. Uh, what I guess I want to ask is, is it even possible to find companies that will hire me with my background? I have a clean driving record since 2003. So, Acid, what, what do you think about that? I mean, for real, if you're, if you're giving your honest thoughts. Okay, well, I mean, listen, the guy sounds like he has some redeeming qualities. I feel bad for him, but... Um He's a cripple with five DUIs. So he didn't say he was a cripple. <laughs> he said he has bad knees. Right. That doesn't mean right. you're a cripple. Uh, hey, you know what? You asked my opinion. Do you want it or not? I, so, I, I, I mean, just I want to correct your opinion <laughs> as you go along. Go ahead. What, so give it to me. Give me more. So he has, well, listen, listen. Uh, you know, one DUI. Okay, I'm sorry. Big problem. Um, two. Oof, I didn't learn from my first one. Three. How about five? Okay, you got five DUIs. What you didn't learn from the first four that maybe you shouldn't be drinking. Seriously. So, so acid. Are you thinking maybe this guy gets a little depressed in a truck at a truck stop one of these days? We could have number six. Well, you know, I mean, look, there's five already. What What are the chances that he's going to have number six? And if you were a trucking company, would you be wanting to? you know, bank on whether or not this guy's going to have the sixth. I mean, so you're, so you're saying like, if we had like a little round table of, of the meeting of minds at, at a trucking company and we uh, sat down and we, we asked 
you know, do we think this guy's learned his lesson? You're saying you would be voting no. I'm going to go with a no. Yeah, I'm going to go with a no. Okay. A hard, a hard pass on that guy. A hard pass. Okay. So let, let's, let's go a step further. I'm not going to give my vote just yet. Let's talk about reality. Okay. Okay. Let's just say the guy never drinks again, ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, now listen, but he's got this issue. It's called his past. Okay. Right. Now, like you said, first time, oops. Second time, okay, I've learned my lesson. I'm done. Third time, um, wolf, wolf. It's, it sounds like the boy's crying wolf. But let's talk about reality for a second. Let's talk about trucking companies. First off, if you look at the hiring criteria with just about every trucking company I've ever dealt with, it, most of them it'll say no more than one in a lifetime, zero ever in a, in a commercial vehicle. If you ever got one in a commercial vehicle, you might as well just go get a job knitting carpets or something because you're done. You're not going to do trucking. Right. What is that noise in the background? Is that Elias? It is. I'm serious. Yeah. We can't have that on the podcast because it's background noise. Get rid of that. Okay. Go away. Okay. He's gone. Okay. So, so, so let's look at the criteria. I know one or two trucking companies that say no more than two in a lifetime. I, right. I doubt anybody says no more than five in a lifetime. So, <laughs> right. Well, ex- right. Exactly. So the answer to his question does he have a chance? I don't think he does if if he legally goes through the process and they see the five DUIs. If they're showing up on his MVR, I don't see and even one of these owner operator companies that, you know what I mean, they'll they're pretty they're less lenient on who they'll hire cuz they're just trying to get somebody in the truck. You almost have to throw this guy in there illegally, maybe a farm. Okay, listen. Did, did you ever see Dumb and Dumber? Sure, I love that movie. Okay. There's a scene in there where uh, Jim Carrey says to the girl, he goes, is there any chance at all that I can have sex with you? And she goes, if you were the last man on earth. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) And he goes, so you're telling me there's a chance. Exactly. So there is a chance. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's that guy's chance of ever getting a job behind a wheel. Look, dude, I'm sorry. You know, it's, I'm happy for your sobriety for 11 years, whatever the hell it is. But so, five chances later, there's not a trucking company or an insurance company that's going to insure you, uh, hoping that you're not number six. So you, you think you think he might find a trucking company that says, if you were the last trucker on earth, maybe. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> <So> there might <laughs> The last company I worked for might take them, but it's hard to say. I mean, even they have, you know. Um, I'm going to shoot your dog. I just heard that little area. thing bark. Throw it out the window on the way to Florida. It's dead. I already killed it. Good. All right. And I know I'm going to get hate mail for that, but you don't bark on our podcast. What dog is that? Fluffy? That's the white one. Oh, yeah. You don't even know. Shut up. Did it growl at you? <laughs> yeah. They love I just, you. I, I slammed it in the head. So, yep. so anyway, so if you just go without the jokes, the only, my personal opinion, the only way insurance is going so high right now for an insurance, it's all up to the insurance companies. When you have a DUI times 
five. Okay. You, right. I, you act absolutely. I don't even, the only way that you could drive a tractor trailer is if you had your own probably $10 million self-insured policy or maybe even $50 million that you would have to put in a bank somewhere to actually be able to drive a tractor trailer. If you had that kind of money, you'd be crazy to drive a tractor trailer for a living. So the bottom line is, I'm saying no. Will he get a chance? I think, Asset, I think if he gets one of these companies that just says, wink, wink, come on, we'll put you in a truck, and they don't care, not realizing that if this guy wrecks your truck and then you go to put a, 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 a claim in, <laughs> you're not getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're 100% right. I 100% agree. 100% agree, Acid. Hey, Acid, before we go on to our next topic here, I want to real quick uh, plug one of our sponsors. We have a sponsor called J.J. Keller. They are like the uh, people that will keep all your paperwork in order if you're a small company, if you're an owner-operator. They'll do all your filing for you. They'll make sure that when you get a DOT audit that all your stuff is in order. They'll make sure everything from from uh, uh, your, your uh, DOT filings to your... Um, drug consortiums, everything's going to be all in order. They'll also help you become an owner operator. They're the people, and they're very cheap. Their number, JJ Keller, is 888 601 2017. That's 888 601 2017. Call JJ Keller. And one of the things I said, I like to tell everybody with all these sponsors that we have, you know, to keep these guys honest, because ToxCDL does not want to bring people in here and, and sponsor us that we don't think are, are going to be any good for our audience. We tell everybody, pick up the phone and call these guys and, 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 and prove them. You know, that call JJ Keller and see if their service is, is, is a very affordable, if it's worth it, if these guys are really doing what they say they are. I think they'll find a great a great uh, product in J.J. Keller. Um, Acid, I want to move on to the next uh, topic. Guess what it is? Uh, I'm afraid to ask. Now, listen to this. It's actually the same topic. Listen to this. This is an article in The Trucker, and this is the reason I brought this up. It says, FMCSA shuts down Nevada trucker who received two DUIs in just 12 days apart. Did you say 12 days? In 12 days a tractor trailer driver got two DUIs in 12 day span. I'm going to read, I'm going to read it to you. Listen to this. Is in a C- it, wait, in, in a CMV or a personal, what? Um, you know what? Let me read it. Let's, let's make sure. I don't think it was in a commercial. Let's see. It says a Nevada licensed commercial driver has been deco- declared an imminent hazard by the federal motor carrier safety administration after receiving DUIs from, uh, from the Nevada, Highway Patrol on two separate occasions in just two days apart. Wow. Yep. It, it says this was courtesy of the FMCSA. There's one, they're the ones that reported it, but this came from the trucker. It says Washington after, it says after receiving two citations for driving under the influence of alcohol in a span of 12 days, Julio Piera, that's P-E-R, Perea. And then Ayala. So Julio Perea Ayala, A-Y-A-L-A, a Nevada licensed commercial driver, has been declared to be an imminent hazard to public safety by the U.S. Department of Transportation's Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. Ayala has been ordered not to operate any commercial vehicle in an interstate commerce. He was served the federal order on March 26th. 
Ayala was arrested by the Nevada Highway Patrol for a for driving under the influence of alcohol while you ready operating a commercial motor vehicle on so he got two DUIs in a tractor trailer twice. Now listen to this. Within a week. Within 12 days. He, it says once on March 5th and then again on the 17th of March. It says at in that. In a CMV. In a CMV. It says at the time of each incident, Ayala was also charged with having open containers. So the dude's wasted and he's just driving down the road having a party in a truck. And maybe, he wasn't, maybe he wasn't getting any miles or something. I don't know. Yeah, let me just make sure it said that. It said while operating a commercial motor vehicle. Yeah, so it happened while he was in a, in a truck. And then it says, and he also got a ticket for operating a vehicle with, a, with an expired registration. In the, so you know how smart can you be? I'm going to go out and have a party in my truck, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and drive in a truck that don't have the right proper paperwork that might attract more. It says the Nevada Highway Patrol impounded Ayala's truck in each instance. So he must have got it back on the first. It says on March 5th, Ayala was stopped for erratic driving. His blood alcohol content was content rather was 0.337. Less than two weeks later on March 17th, Ayala was pulled over again. His blood alcohol content was 0.282. Having an alcohol concentration of more than 0.04 while operating, which 0.04 is the limit. It says a commercial vehicle weighing more than 26,001 pounds and requiring a commercial driver's license is a violation of the federal safety regulations. What do you think of that, Ashley? Then we just got done talking about a guy that's trying to get into trucking, had five DUIs in the past for for basically driving drunk, and here we got a trucker that was given a CDL. How? Let me ask you this, Ashley, without joking around, how valuable is that CDL in your pocket? Well, you know, I mean, listen, it's your lifeline. If you want to pay your bills, you know what I mean? That thing is your ticket to, to uh, your income. So you have to treat it as such. If, if you decide to, for whatever reason, go off the deep end and drink, use drugs, whatever, then you're basically taking your CDL and you're going in the bathroom taking a dump and wiping your butt with it because that's all it's worth at that point. It's worth nothing. That guy will never get a job again. Now I will say this in all fairness. Okay. The blood alcohol content of whatever he got pulled over at is completely unacceptable to me personally. However, if he was hauling illegal immigrants, I think there's <laughs> There's probably something in the law that allows him to be a little bit drunk. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you're saying if you're if you're hauling illegals, you should probably have a beer before you do it. It, it kind of relaxes you. You know, it calms you down a little bit. It's like um, it'll help you break the law a little better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like okay, you're breaking the law anyway. What's oh. a couple of uh, freaking brewskis going to do? To, uh, to that. I mean, it's like, okay, whatever. You know, I, I've got some, I'm hauling, I'm a, I'm a coyote, okay? I'm hauling people in the back of my trailer. So a couple of, a couple of cold ones, it's not going to kill me. In fact, it'll probably help. So I was, I was reading, I don't see it. They had, I think what they did was they either showed up at his house or they sent him a letter 
and ordered him, you know, to turn everything in. Um, but the bottom line with this is, the bottom line, I agree with you, okay? I don't agree about the illegal thing, but I, I, I agree 100% acid that he's probably never going to drive a truck again. I mean, we talk about, like you said before, one, I made a mistake, two, I learned my lesson. Well, listen, when you are literally going down the road drunk and inside your tractor trailer or whatever commercial vehicle you may be driving... Okay, it said it's over 2601. So, and you actually have, you, you, okay, I can understand. Well, I, can, I don't understand, but I could see a guy at a truck stop having a few beers and then jumping in a truck like a dumbass, right? Or I can also see a guy leaving a bar like a dumbass and having too much in him. But you got to be like a double dumbass to get in that truck and have an open beer or an open bottle of vodka or whatever the hell you're drinking. I mean, listen, I want guys that have a problem to get help. I really do. But that's just total arrogance. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, just imagine on March 5th, you get your first DUI. You got an open container and you're probably going, oh, man, I'm such a dumbass. I'm so sorry, officer, man. I knew better. I shouldn't have done it. I mean, I mean, that's what I would be doing. Right. And then but like literally seven days later, seven days later, uh, was, or I'm sorry, it was March 17th, rather. So almost, you know, a week and a half later, you actually have the balls and the nerve to say, well, go ahead. Here's the thing that puzzles me is this. Okay. You get a DUI in a, in a commercial vehicle and you're still allowed to drive. It's like, okay, I just, I, I got a DUI. Like, don't they pull your, um, CDL like right away. It's like, well, how can you drive again if you just got a DUI? How can you get a second one? Isn't it called due? Pro- isn't it called due process? Due process. <laughs> listen, I mean, listen. think about that for a second. You you get pulled over. You got a DUI. What do you have a right to do? You have a right to a trial, and you also have a right to plead not guilty. So for them to punish you right away, right? I'm just saying to 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 meet the actual penalty of guilty, they got to prove you were guilty. And if you plead not guilty, you're going to court. Well, maybe the guy pled no not guilty. But I agree with you. His license should have been taken that moment. You get caught with a DUI. There shouldn't even be as far as trials and hearings and all this BS. I don't care. I think that really you should be. And you know what? I said maybe he was not supposed to drive after that first one either. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he was. I mean. Honestly, it's like okay. If if what whether it's a breathalyzer or a blood test or whatever, it's it's pretty conclusive. How many guys have you, do you know that have gone to court and said, you know what, I I know uh, I had enough alcohol in my system to tranquilize a horse, but the test was wrong. How many people actually get away with that? None. My guess is none or somebody that's rich enough. That's my point. It's like, okay, if you get one and and you're hauling, you know, if if you uh, get on the scale and you weigh, I don't know, say 80,000 pounds with the tractor, the trailer, the load, should you be out there on the road trying to, you know, um, operate this this commercial vehicle listen in all seriousness truck drivers they get a bad rap 
oh, they're just retards. They're out there on their, you know what I mean? They can't get a real job, so they, they take this job. Truck drivers are, are professionals. And I think most of the truck drivers that are out there take their job very seriously. And if you get a guy like this who's just completely wasted and, okay, he made a mistake, but he made two mistakes within 12 days. So should he be the guy driving the tractor trailer? Really? I mean, if you got kids and they're in your car, your kids could be dead. You, you could die if, with this guy out there. So 100%, I agree with you. This guy should never, ever be allowed to drive again. And you know what? I don't care what his problems are. I really don't. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if he has... If he had a bad childhood, makes no difference to me, okay? I feel for him, yes, okay, great, whatever. But the bottom line is his job is to get his freight to where it needs to go safely. And if he can't do that because he has problems, then find someone else that will get it there because this guy is nothing but a nightmare that's going to end up you know, um, with a, some kid being killed or some mom being killed, you can't have that. You just can't. What if his okay? what What if his daddy beat him and his mom was a prostitute? Well, it's different. <laughs> oh, oh, I I got one better. What if he didn't have Disney tickets? Well, I get it then. Then yeah, that then he sense. should then he should be drinking, right? I would. <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> No, no, seriously. I mean, I no, hundred percent. I this guy, in my opinion, he should go to jail. Honestly, he should. I mean, because let's be really honest. Let's be. You just said truckers get a bad rap, and we get a bad rap because of ass, dumbasses like that. If you want the truth, it's it's that one guy that cuts off a car and runs him into the ditch that everybody goes, "Oh, truckers are bullies." It's that one trucker that will ride someone's ass because. Because maybe the four-wheeler cut him off and he gets pissed off and he runs up, up the four-wheeler's ass to teach him a lesson. He's the guy that gives the truckers a bad name. Because most truck drivers are, honestly, professional. Because if everybody was like everybody thinks truckers are, the world would be very unsafe. So these guys that go out and they get a DUI, not once but twice, in a tractor, you know, honestly and truly, in a tractor trailer... My gosh, he ne- he needs to go to jail. He really does. I if I was if I was the one passing down sentence, he would he would go to jail. I'm telling you right now, I would I would place his his butt in jail for at least enough time for him to really think about what the hell he did. And really, what he needs to realize is a couple things: the danger he posed to the to to the public, and number two, he just shit all over his own career. I mean, honestly, as as a trucker, you can earn a good, honest living, and you can earn a living above the average. Not that you have to be better than everybody else, but at least you can you can be in this industry. You know, Johnny Acid, you know I love this industry. That's my, been my life, my whole life. I grew up in this stuff. And, you know, you can really make a good, hard clean living by being a professional trucker. And I mean a professional. And that is just totally unprofessional. The thought, the thought of actually taking anything that's illegal and putting it in your truck, whether it's drugs or alcohol or like you said, hauling illegals or whatever you're going to do to mess with your own seat. You mustn't really give a two craps about, about the trucking industry when you do that. I mean that sincerely. Well, you know, you're right about that. And, and the bottom line is, you know, 
probably the best thing for the guy is actually to, to do a little a little bit of time because number one, if he's behind the gate, he's probably going to be sober. <laughs> Unless he I makes mean, toilet hooch. They, that might straighten him out a little bit. He'll, he'll dry out if he spends a year or two in jail. And, uh, I guess it's no secret that I spent a little bit, a little bit of time behind the fence. I mean, everyone knows that, right? So I can tell you, it gives you a lot of time to really look at your life and, um, get kind of an, uh, introspection about things you've done wrong and things you'd like to do better. So in this, in this guy's case, you know what? Don't figure it out while you're behind the wheel. Leave that to the professionals who do their job every day, who may have had a bad childhood, who might have had problems in the past, who decided not to go down that road. You made a choice. See, this is the thing that really uh, kills me. All right, Troy. You, you, you talk to people who say, you know what? He had a bad childhood. Uh, alcoholism was in his family, whatever. If you take a drink from a bottle, it's a choice. I don't care what they say. Yeah. Okay. Just about everything we do is a choice. That's right. And if you know, in a commercial vehicle with minivans out there with babies in them, you're making the wrong choice. So maybe you need to spend a little bit of time away from the rest of the world to get your head together and decide whether or not you should do the right thing. And honestly, uh, you know, I'm not, this is no, I'm not trying to put a plug in here or anything else, but a lot of people who go to jail a lot end up following Jesus because Jesus, it, it, when they get there, there's some people who, who go to jail and they'll decide to follow Jesus five minutes until they get out and then that's it. But there are some people who, genuinely will uh, find Jesus while they're inside. And when they get out, they're on the straight and narrow. You know, they've made the right decision, so. Hey, I don't mind that plug at all. I said that was a great plug. I said, let's move on. And I agree with that, okay? However you find the Lord. If you have to get knocked on your butt and put in prison and you find him and you get saved to me, that's, that's a, a blessing. Um, let's move on. Um, let me, uh, let's plug one of our, our sponsors, national carriers phone number is 888-311-7076. Again, pick the phone up and, and, and tell us if these guys got what it takes. We know that a bunch of people have gone over to National through Talk CDL, and they love it. I know, you know, Trucker Ron that started out with us, he's been at National for three years. You know, he literally, and he's on a dedicated, he runs, he was running Florida to Georgia and Georgia back to Florida. He was home every weekend. He just moved up to North Carolina, Trucker Ron did, and he's on one of their dedicateds up there running literally North Carolina to Georgia. He's home every weekend. He's running 2,500 to 3,000 miles, and he's loving national carriers, but that's for you guys, the audience that may be looking for a new job to pick the phone up and, and prove these guys. Like I always tell you, they got the best trucks. They, they brag about how they're way above the average earnings. Okay. I already know what they make, but I don't want to give the number away for the simple reason. Acid. If I give the number away and then somebody listens to us in two years, they might go, Hey, that's not, that's not too far above, you know, because pay may go up and double. But right now, these guys literally are probably 
close to 30 grand above the national average. And again, I'm not going to say what that number is, but they got some really great runs, awesome trucks. They do lease per, or they, well, they do leasing. They do company drivers over the road and they do regional moving on. I got one more thing I want to talk about acid. Go ahead. Oh, let me give nationals number one more time. 888-311-7076. Call them and prove them right or wrong. Uh, one more, one more subject before we go. Usually Ruth Ann's with me, and she has like the word of the day. I thought maybe I would introduce something to you that I've been, I've been tossing around. I want to, I'm going to ask you on the show instead of you know behind closed doors where we work out something in secret. I want to let everybody know together. I want all of us right here in the open to see if Acid wants to go at Troy's newest idea. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Okay, so. <laughs> When you get your over-the-road truck, which is going to be, Lord willing, this week, and you're going to pick me up, and we're going to go out on the road for a few weeks. We're going to probably do two to four weeks out there. I want to do, like, hidden camera stuff at a truck stop with you. What are you trying? Right. Are, you, are you doing the, the vape? I just I so everybody knows, Acid is a vapor. He's a, a vapor. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Darth, Darth Vapor, that's me. <laughs> Darth Vapor. Anyways, so... Yeah. Here we go. Here's my newest thing. Hidden camera, and I'm going to have you do weird things to truckers to see if we can get them to hit you. Like, for example, you know, maybe one will be sitting there eating a bowl of chili, and you'll, go, you'll walk by and stick your finger in it and lick your finger just to see if... if That's great. You, you That's like, a great idea. You like that? Yeah. But I also want you to do things like we'll stick like a dress on you or something like that with heels on, and then you can get out of the truck, and you'll have like a muscle shirt on and like like a, a dress or something like that with heels on just to see everybody's reaction. What do you think of that one? You know, again, it's a great, wonderful idea. Uh, now, the my, way things are going today with the administration we have listen, in listen, Washington, I don't think it'll be no one bat an eyelash. Listen, honestly. this is even better. This is going to blow your mind. We'll get like bongs that vape, but we won't use weed in it, right? As we're driving and people are going by us, we'll be like, it'll be like a cloud of smoke coming out, like a Cheech and Chong mobile. And we'll be video. What's that? Like a hookah. Yeah, absolutely. And just to see, like maybe we'll pull into the truck stop with like some Jamaican music playing and like the smoke will be coming out the sides and we'll both have like a bong in our hands and we'll, we'll uh, just just to get people's reaction. What do you think? That's a great idea, especially for a guy who just got his truck. Um, I think, can you say level three inspection? <laughs> what, what I could say even better is when somebody sends the video to your company. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I don't think it'll be a problem. I'll just explain it away. I'll be like, oh, it's a hookah. It's not a problem. It's not like I was smoking weed. You know what I mean? It's like, it, come on, man. Acid. It's a hookah. I'm always thinking of the show. Do you remember at your last job, I tried to get you to do a rollover while 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 somebody was filming it? I, I, you know, I would do anything for the show. Well, you, really did, you didn't do the rollover. I know. You know what? There's still time, though. Yeah. So. Nah. Uh, yeah, actually, I've been waiting. I want to do the rollover with you in the in the passenger seat. That that would be awesome. If you could kill like, me, if I could, if you could kill me, I guarantee the ratings go up. <laughs> yeah. See? Well, you know what? If you want the readies to go up, I won't kill you. I'll maim you. Like, you'll be in a diaper, and I'll, I'll, I'll have to, like, wipe your butt and change your diaper for the rest of your life. On the show. Would, on the show. Yeah, but on the show. 
Of course. Yes. Can you like I could be like live on Facebook and you could literally change my diaper while while I'm doing like a live. That would be amazing. You know what? See what we do for the show, Acid. Anything. This is what like people ask us, how do you guys get so seriously, how did your podcast go so like it, it literally went on fire and, and it's out there everywhere. And I tell them, you got to be willing to do whatever it takes. If wearing a diaper on the show means higher ratings, you need to put a diaper on. Well, think about it for a second. I mean, the guys who run flatbed, they have tough jobs. You know what I mean? They really do. They'll do whatever it takes. You look at a tanker driver, they have to get out. They're, they're in the rain. They're in the snow. They'll do whatever it takes. So... As far as the show goes, yes, I will change diapers. It's not a problem. I will, I will wipe ass and change diapers if it gets ratings. So what a good dad. <laughs> All right, acid man. I think we're kind of out of time here. Honestly, I appreciate you. And you know what? I'm looking forward to your. You, I mean, that's just a play by play tomorrow, which is uh, your day where the movers are coming. And they're going to get your house in a truck and you and your son and your pets are going to be in your four wheeler headed back to Florida. Um, so, so just tell us one thing here before we go, you, you were, you lived in Pennsylvania your whole life, just about you moved to Florida for the last, what were you in Florida for about 15 years? Acid? Would you say about 15 or was it less? Yeah, I'd say no, about, yeah. about 15. And then you guys yeah. decided you hated Florida and you, you got in your, your vehicles, you, your wife, your kid, and your dogs and cats, and you guys went to Pennsylvania back to home, sweet home. And now explain to everybody about Pennsylvania, and be honest with me, it's Mask City up there, isn't it? I mean, that's really one of the things that you can't stand about Pennsylvania. It's like everywhere you go, you're in a mask. Is, are we just being honest? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you go to Walmart, they take your temperature at the door. Like, they have this thing, that like, this gun, they shoot it at your forehead. They, they check your temperature, and then, you know, if your mask is below your nose, hey, you need to pull your mask up above your nose. Like, really? So, I mean, I went to Florida uh, There's no a couple masks of weeks here. ago. Yeah, yeah. So, no one there. I mean, it, it's, like, optional. It's like, and, and, you know, Florida has, like better results and Texas does than a lot of these places like Pennsylvania and New York that are mask mandating. It's like, Oh, well you got a triple mask. That's, that's the latest thing. Double mask, triple mask. You see people walking around with like face shields and they have like, I don't know, like, you know, space suits on. They have these, <laughs> they have these, uh, crazy, crazy people walking around. And the thing is, um, most of the transmission, I'm told, is has nothing to do with the mask at all. You can wear the mask all day long. It's not going to make any difference. It's what you touch. So, well, but it's no secret. I, it's no secret that I is that that damn dog again. No, I had the corona. I did. Tell you I did too. It's not that bad. I didn't think it was. I, I, I'm not here to disparage the people who have died or the families that have to deal with the people who have died. So I think it's a serious thing. I'm not saying it's not. But the bottom line is the flu that I've had in the past is 100 times worse. Here, let me, let me tell you how much I hate masks. I had the coronavirus, the COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. I got it on Thanksgiving Day. I started feeling like crap. 
And I literally laid down, I think it was for 12 days, didn't get out of bed, lost 12 pounds, basically a pound a day. I lost my sense of smell and taste for quite a while. I hated Coca-Cola when I was done, and I hated coffee. And I used to drink, you know me, I drank 10 cups of coffee a day. I literally went to my doctor's appointment just a month or two ago, and my blood pressure was better than it ever was because I haven't been drinking coffee and Coca-Cola all day long. But I will tell you, I tried a sip of Ruthann's Coke the other day, and I hated it. It was gross. So that was the only after effect. I will tell you, I thought the flu was worse. I really thought the flu was worse than the COVID ever was. I think I had a high temperature for one or two days. I didn't really have the chills. I literally just was tired. I had no will to do anything. I just laid in bed. That's all I did. Now, I got to tell you, the reason I'm telling you this is because yesterday online, Royal Caribbean was, you know, trying to book cruises. I don't think the cruises actually started yet. They're trying to get everybody to buy cruises and blah, 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 blah. And so there was this bunch of people in there talking to Royal Caribbean and they're responding. And so I asked them, I said, is, is masks involved when the cruise ship happens? Am I going to have to wear a mask on the ship? Because Ruth Ann and I went on a really nice cruise. It was on the Harmony of the Seas. It was the biggest one in the world at the time by like three feet. It was an amazing cruise. Okay, we went to uh, Puerto Rico. We went to St. Martin and we went to um, Haiti. And I'm telling you, it was beautiful country, beautiful time, beautiful water. It was great. It was a couple of years ago. So I asked Royal Caribbean. Do I have to wear a mask? Am I going to spend thousands of dollars? Because, you know, they try to give you these cheap deals, but it ends up costing you more money anyways. So am I going to have to wear the mask? And he actually responded and he said, we do not know yet. That's, of course, because the rules haven't been thrown out. I mean, cruise ships are so famous for everybody getting the flu on there and, and getting sick. But he said, we're going to let everybody know once once we have the rules set in motion. And I said, listen... I absolutely just, I have a, I was a, almost a, what, how long do you think I had my Disney passes? Literally season passes, 12 or 15 years. Ruth Ann and I have been going to Disney, to Epcot, and we'd go over there almost every week on a date, and we'd go like to a different country, you know, in, in Epcot. We'd have dinner, we'd just walk around. It was great, and it was really cheap because you're a Florida resident. And I literally, last year, gave up my Disney passes. I told Royal Caribbean this. I said, I was a, a season pass holder and gave that up because I was not going to be walking around in 80 and 90 degree weather with a damn mask on. I'm just not doing it. And see, I don't have a problem with somebody that is so fearful that they have to wear a mask everywhere they go. That, I don't have that issue. I don't have a problem with somebody who wants to get the shot. But please don't come back and yell at me because I don't want the shot and I don't want to wear a damn mask. And I told Royal Caribbean, I said, look, if I was willing to give up my Disney passes, I sure am not going to pay a couple thousand dollars to get on a damn cruise ship and have to wear a freaking mask the entire time. I said, you're going to not fill your ship. Just like Disney, they, they had such a mass exodus of, of season pass holders, and they've been trying to get them back ever since. And because they haven't... Now, they're saying 2022, they're going to probably have no masks anymore. But for the rest of the year, this is what I was reading, these guys are saying no mask. Well, guess what? I'm not going to those places. I'm just not going to do I, it. Honestly, for me, I'd be wor more worried about STDs. You know what I mean? Well, I'd be, wor I'd be worried if I was a girl that dated you by getting an STD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just, 
I, there's no way you can have a good time wearing a mask. I mean, honestly, I just can't do it. So that's just me. My whole life, I've been maskless. I am not going to wear a mask. I'd rather be dead than have to be like in, in, a, in a face diaper the rest of my life. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, you know, the funny thing is, if you, if you ever walked into a bank with a mask on, in the past, they would call the cops. Now, if you don't call one, if you don't wear a mask going into the bank, they call the cops. It's like, really? Because they think you're gonna, you know, rob the place. And now, if you don't have one on, then they call the cops anyway. So, and that's something. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All right, Acid. I think we're out of time here. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. You'll be on your way to Florida tomorrow. Uh, can't wait to see you, get you in the studio here. You'll sound a lot better than on a telephone. Get some podcasts going on when you're back in town from your OTR job. We'll be announcing the trucking company that uh, Johnny Acid's driving for, and we're going to we're gonna see if the company will actually get a little Johnny Acid sticker on the side of the truck so people, when he's pulling into a truck stop, can say hi to Johnny Acid. And uh, possibly, if Troy's with him, then we can kind of meet and greet everybody, maybe uh, get some video work of people doing things at Truck Stops, put some stuff together. And don't forget our game we're going to play where Acid's going to stick his finger in your in your cheeseburger or maybe steal one of your french fries, and we're hoping that you'll deck him. That's my goal. That's uh, I, 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 can't, I can't imagine spending three to four weeks on the road with Troy Austin in my truck. Uh, that's going to be a nightmare, but I think I can get around it. So You'll be fine. But yeah, that, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to uh, this new venture in my life, you know, going from um, – local to over the road it's a whole different deal yeah so. and maybe you can kind of teach give me a few pointers on trucking I, I i'm always looking to learn something new oh i will i appreciate I will. that i'll share my knowledge with you i mean you, you only drill for a short period of time anyway so yeah it's like yeah it's like a week something like that yeah, yeah. something like that yeah. yeah right all right we're out of here peace all right peace brother praise the lord